time to get busy. Like we always do about this time. It's the Bigs. Here comes Stafford. And he's picked off. And it's going the distance. Eddie Jackson for the fifth time in his young career has a touchdown. You already know what time it is. It's the Bigs. A drive the other way. It's going to go. Cubs lead. Number 11 for Javi. Officially rocking with the Bigs. Tim crushes this ball. He throws the bat. The ball goes flying. It is gone. 2-0 Sox. It's us, the Big. Oh, oh, my goodness, Zach get Levine. Or get out the way. Woo. You're rocking with the Bigs. Right here on the Bigs Radio Network. And just like that, you are officially rocking with the Bigs. Back at it for another episode, man. It's your man, T-Time. But nah, man, right back at it, Gino, man. How you feeling? I'm all good, brother. It's always uh, good to be back down with the Mess family, man. Madeatmess.com, though. If y'all want to get, get right. down with the brothers, yes, sir. Madeatmess.com, brother. You know where we are, man. Mess with our Mess family. Mess, Madeatmess.com. Been holding us down with the podcast, rolling out the red carpet for the bigs, and we're here to talk some sense into the Chicago sports world. Gino. It's usually downtime. You know, we usually just get to watch our baseball, crack open a, a brew or something like that, and not have to worry about nothing else. But ever since last Thursday, man, it's officially time to bear down, man. Training camp is underway. The guys pulled up to their dorms. We saw Tariq Cohen with the slingshot. He was on one, wasn't he? Ah, oh, donuts in the in the on the on the on the lawn. You like know Tariq, I mean? slow down a little bit, brother. I loved it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm definitely, you know, a a Tariq Cohen guy, you know, all the craziness he brings to the table. So right. that was, you know, it's going to end up being a classic bear moment when we look back on the season. But McNaggy was kind of like, hold on, you know, Reekless. Oh, he was feeling, I was, so I Yo, had the bad Nagy. He, he echoed your sentiments, okay. man. And so okay. you got the, the dad kind of stance because he was like waving his finger, you know, like, okay, Reek, don't do this. Yeah, man. But it was just a little fun for the first day of camp. But like I said, man. Uh, football is definitely back into the conversation. I know the way the season ended, you know, broke some hearts. And, and really still just thinking about it still kind of stings. I still see that ball falling and rolling Aww. on the ground and realizing that the Bears are not moving on in the playoffs. So it, it's definitely time to get that sour taste out of people's mouths. You hey, know? you remember how salty Bump Jay was when uh... – <laughs> Ernest, did you see Bump? Oh, that boy Bump was tight. Hey, man. We better not catch you at STK. We better not catch you in the streets. Punk is on, Jack. He said he was going to catch him at STK. STK, I passed out. I was like, wait. (laughs) Bump be at STK like that? Yeah, Bump was tight, man. He like, hey, man, if we catch this Cody Parkey chump out in the streets, man, I'm calling up Sly Polaroid and the goon. (laughs) My man said Sly P. Oh, my God. Shout out to Sly Polaroid. Yes, sir. Shout out to the whole goon squad, actually. Always, man. But, yeah, man, I'm... I was just, we was just talking about how different football season is and how charged people get. Just even the mention of training camp, people like go ballistic, and I and I feel them because football is just such a different sport. You know, it's like the it's like gladiators meets gladiators. You know, those guys put their lives on the line, and it's like a a, a car crash. You know, it's yeah. like it's it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm I'm. I'm feeling you, man. It's like that last watching that doink, doink, doink. It's like, nah, man, we need our immediate revenge. And um, definitely charged to see the guys get back at it, man. Yeah, man, that's what it's all about. Um, you know, we still got Khalil Mack. The know. best player in the league? 
in the world, whatever sport. I'm, <laughs> the best the best football player in the league, yes. officially. You've I, seen it. Was he number one? He, I think he is. That's just my opinion, frankly. It, especially okay. as far yeah. as impact. You, yeah, I mean, like, he, the most immediate impact a player has made on, on a, like, that one trade. No, no doubt. Like, set up maybe the next five or six years no of doubt. the Bears having a window. No doubt. Just one trade. No doubt. And I think you definitely get that vibe from the players. Like, they know, you know, how good they are. Just from these couple of days of camp that, you know, these guys are coming in uh, very relaxed but focused. You know, it, it's a different vibe uh, around the team because they, they – that, you know, they're not walking into the season like, hey, yeah, we're the, you know, we did so much last year. They're actually like, look, we didn't do anything. The season didn't end the way we wanted it to, and now we got, you know, business to take care of. We so, got- question for, you know, casual fans out there. Y'all in these these locker rooms often. How much of that do y'all believe they actually mean? Like, because I think a lot of times you hear people say that as like a way to get the fan base hyped up. They, you know, we're going to do our best to get back to that space. And, you know, how much of that is cap and how much of that is like real talk? I think it was real talk as far as the guys go mm-hmm. on the Bears, man. You, I think they were pissed, you know. Yeah, because you don't want to go out like that. Yeah, right. and, and especially with your kicker, you know. So, but I think that they always placed the the right amount of accountability on the fact that they shouldn't have been in that situation anyway. But then we always say during the whole season when dude went to Miami and blew like four field goals off the goalpost, though every one of them that missed hit the goalpost. Didn't we say? At the end of the season, in the offs, the game was gonna come down to a freaking field goal. That's the game, you know that. That's football for you. You know, your season usually comes to a head. You know, it's usually a, the way you end up going out is a microcosm of what's been going on. Period. It's one play for, for yeah. eighteen weeks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but man, I think the players. I think that's how you have to. You got to be honest in, in, in your assessment of what's going on, and if you don't have that chip on your shoulder after a loss like that then it's like you probably won't fit in. You know, it's definitely not conducive to success. And I think that these guys are feeding off of that loss. You know, uh, I talked to Danny Trevathan and he said a phrase. He said letting that fire, you know, letting that fire fuel what they have going on this year. So they definitely are carrying that loss on their shoulders right now. So, you know, like I said, um, was able to catch up with Danny Trevathan. You know that's my boy. Yeah, that is your man, Joe. Yeah. You've been following our, our work, man. I've been catching up with Danny T after every game for the last couple of years. It's been a pleasure to deal with our guy, so I got a chance to catch up with him one more time uh, to kick up to kick off this year, uh, just to talk about his early out, you know, season outlooks and how he's approaching training camp in this season this year. So go ahead and, and play that clip and check it out. I talked to you uh, after that last game, and you, you said it's going to be about guys, you know, getting over that that loss quick. Yes. Uh, and focusing on what they need to do to improve, man. So what were some of the things that you improved on over the offseason that you want to bring to this defense this year? My eyes, my responsibility, you know, being being able to make calls, being in a tough situation and make plays, you know, line me up against a receiver, tight end, you know, saying go for it, that It's all about us having each other back and making the plays, man, and building off of last year. Last year was a stepping stone for us, just another block and roll, and you got to leap on that. Let let that fuel fire you. That was my whole thing. Let that fuel fire you, you know, and we'll be back where we need to be this year. Yes, sir, man. Now, uh, you look at that defense, man, it seems like at every single position you guys got a big name. You know, how does that make you feel as far as confidence going into the season? I know this time last year, you didn't have 52 lining up with you. You know, you guys know who, who's lining up right next to you right now. So how does that feel? Oh, man, we got some dogs on You know, if you block anybody on the defense, you're going to win. You're going to win. 
we, we, we got some boys out there that's going to hunt, man. Yeah, sir. I know fans are going to love hearing that. Uh, man, so one of the tough things about when you, you don't accomplish that big goal, you, you're not going to come back 100% as you guys were. You know, Vic Fangio uh, led this defense for the last three years. Mm -hmm. A new guy, Chuck Pagano. I know it's only been four days, but so I can't really ask you, you know, what's the, you know, we can't compare them right now. Uh, but what's some of the things that you're hoping that Chuck takes from Vic, you know, to, to keep this defense on point? Um, he knows our strengths, our weaknesses, what we can get better at, what we do well. And um, he, he, he he's kind of a little more down to earth to us. Um, he can relate to us. He's been through a lot of stuff in life. You know, we've been through a lot here. We went through ups and downs. I think, you know, God lined up things for a reason. The man here for a reason. He got a little swag to him. He fits that defense, our attitude, that effort attitude, excuse me. But, you know, just mm -hmm. getting out there, that's, that's just the way we is, man. You know, we, we can't really do say what we want to say all the time, but mm -hmm. we can play the way we want to play. Mm -hmm. We can be aggressive, okay. and we can have some fun, fly around, knock some heads. No, nah, man, I know just from, you know, being in a work environment, anytime you got somebody that's going to allow you to be yourself, yeah. that's when good things happen. Now, I got, I got a quick question about the offense, man. You guys are lining up against an offense that's added weapons, and it's, you guys are probably going to be the best defense they see all year. Mm -hmm. How do you think that's going to help guys like Mitchell Trubisky and Allen Robinson, who's, who uh, put together a good season coming back from an injury? I'm sure he's looking to do some bigger things. So what do you see from those guys that you think the offense is going to be a little sharper right this year? Growth, improvement, confidence. That's what offense works in confidence. Um, it's a big leap this year for those guys. They've been working to tell off. They're playing against a good defense, you know. Um, it's, it's great that they get to see this. Um, you know, it's easier to play defense because, you know, one guy can make the play. Everybody on offense got to be clicking. And, you know, you see that now. And, and it feels good on the defense side. You know, we hate blue, but, you know, you, you, you know, those are your brothers, you know. When you're out there, you're going to be rooting them out there. So sometimes mm -hmm. it's kind of hard during camp to mm -hmm. put them out there. But that's our job. As vets to go ahead and tell them, you know what I'm saying? They, they getting better because they practice against us and, and vice versa. They're getting us better. We're seeing some things that we have not saw that mm -hmm. made us better. And, and it's crazy because everybody grew and everybody feeling that confidence. I remember Mr. McCaskey saying 85 Bears is so cocky, it scared them. Mm -hmm. they, they didn't care about none of that. And that's the way I want us to be cocky, man. And I don't care about what the media, I don't care about no disrespect, but I don't care about what nobody else says. It's all about how we feel and how the city feel about it. Yes, sir, man. It, you, anytime you bring up the 85 Bears, like you just said, that's what we remember. The confidence, you know, those guys uh, did the Super Bowl shuffle okay. before the playoffs started. That, that's swag out of this world. But uh, to, to wrap it up, man, this, I got a training camp question for you. We out in Bourbonnet. I stay in Chicago I'm about 40 minutes away, so I don't know what the hell you, uh, uh, guys like us can get into, man. So what do you do for fun here? Shoot, sleep. <laughs> sleep and eat, man. Um, it's, it's some good people out here. You know, it's, it's good that we come out here because, you, you, you know, it's hard to get tickets to come to here. It's hard mm -hmm. to, for everybody in Chicago to come. It's good to come out here, you know, even I miss my home, but it's good. It's a tradition thing, and I'm all about the tradition. So it's, it's, while we out here, we're going to make it count, man. Yes, sir. Man, that was Danny Trevathan. You're rocking with the bigs. So speaking of, as far as Danny Trevathan, we're talking about defense. So question number one for you and you. Yeah. Vic Fangio out, Chuck Pagan in. How seamless does the defense, do they just make a seamless transition into Chuck Pagano's um, mind state, or do you think we take a – does Khalil Mack, being the, the guy yeah. that he is, does he really take that defense to the next level regardless of the of the, the change in strategy, or, or what do you guys think? So I think this is actually a perfect time to debut a new segment. 
It's called Average Fan versus the Bigs. And so I'm going to share my opinion as an average fan. Okay. And I want to hear from T-Town because right. he knows. Right. The, he knows the score, right? Okay. okay. So my opinion is this. Big Fangio was, I believe, a very, very underrated somehow key to the Bears' defensive resurgence. I agree. I think he put people in the right places. I think he put players, you know, in the right scheme to make them, you know, the most effective. Um, I think he got a lot of value out of some older players that he probably helped turn back the clock and get them another bag. I think Chuck Pagano was a good defensive coach, at least per my experience with him before he took over at the Colts. But, like, I think with that kind of dude, it's a situation where you just need results. And so as long as he can keep putting people in positions in the right schemes and Mm -hmm. the right, you know, downs and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and get people in the position to move, I think it's just going to be more of the same. But I do think Vic Fangio won over a lot of those players because they were super young and he kind of was their first, like, guy. True. That's you know what? Opinion. Bears okay. fans should listen to our guy Ernest right there. If this is that, if yeah, this that's is the, the average fan, yeah, if Ernest, that's the, that is exactly. If that's the average yeah. fan's okay. perspective, okay. then y'all are in good hands. Because I agree with you, man. I think. Um, well, let me be clear. When I say average fan, I don't mean like a cornball. Oh, no. right? I get you. You know what I'm saying? No, not no. Uh, this, we need dick Quebec face. Meathead <laughs> moving around, but <laughs> no Ryan meathead opinions. Goons. We don't. Do yeah, we don't, we don't. We don't. We don't. Nah, it's just a no. But um, yeah. man, I feel you. I think that uh, first of all, there's definitely going to be some adjustments. Anytime you change coaches, you you got to get used to their way. But I think it's like what you said, Ernest, man. This, right now, this is a results-based defense. Uh, Vic has had these guys for three years and groomed them into a defense that, that can walk and be ferocious right. on their own. And I think that it's important for Chuck to really understand what Vic was doing. And if you talk to the players, they'll tell you. Uh, they said that Vic let us be ourselves. You know, we are violent guys. Okay. And Vic let us be that way. And Chuck needs to just do that right off back. It's no reason to even come in and act like you have to be hard on implementing your ways because you see that this defense is a top three defense, you know, walking in the door. So for Chuck Bagano to come in uh, uh, with a reputation of being a player's coach, uh, you know, you saw what he uh, was able to do with the Colts when he had to fill in for a head coach for Bruce Arians over there. Right. Ended up being coach of the year. So I think that's something that the, the players respect. And I think that Vic, you know, kind of – well, first of all, in the NFL, when it comes to coaches, you're never really going to get used to one coach. You know that that can happen at any time. Right. So I think that these guys are prepared, though, you know, to come in and just not be seamless, but I think they're going to pick up where they left off and, and can be better than they were last year for, sh- uh, for sure. Um, just kind of looking at some just random stats before the show today, the Bears have a 14-1 odds right now to win the Super Bowl. Mm. Do y'all think that's on point? Do y'all think that's a little too much dip on a chip? What do you think that is? Maybe you know, uh, maybe a little bit too much dip on your chip. You know what I mean, <laughs> you, this is a, when it boils down to it. This is a team that was a first round exit. You know what I mean? They um they still have to, you know a, a question at quarterback where you want Mitch Trubisky to come out and actually win games for you this year. Last year was about Not don't managing lose. Them, right. Don't lose yeah. a game for us. Now it's about, true, we need a couple of W's under your belt. But that was the thing. They said now uh, Chase Daniel, he had an interesting quote on SportsCenter yesterday. He said this year Mitch is running the offense instead of learning the offense. So that's always been a, a thing of mine. We were talk, I was talking to uh, Haywood earlier and we were just talking, chopping it up about you know, just football in general, and where do we place Miss Trubisky 
in the tiers of he's, quarterback. He's getting a lot of MVP like bits. Like people are betting on him to win MVP this See, year. That's going too far. But I'm serious. It's no, just, I hear yeah, you. Yeah. No, I've hit you because I've been watching it. Right, and right, and right. I you know, we money making Mitch. Yeah. We, we love Mitch. I love Mitch Trubisky, but I'm also not a fool and I don't See, he's obviously not in the Drew Brees. But see now, Drew Brees is not even Drew Brees. But anymore, just you know, you're talking you know about the tier, I mean? the just, tier of quarterbacks. You know, he's done but his see, thing. Now, here's the thing about Mitch because he showed flashes, and I think in that last playoff game, on that last drive, we saw a different Mitch than we ever saw before. And if he's able to play that way, then you're talking about yeah. a player that is going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Now, here's here's the one problem I have with the MVP talk is that we don't even really need him to be. Yeah. An MVP caliber player, yeah. and it's gonna be because of that defense, you know. More touchdowns than interceptions. That's yeah. it. Yeah, if he like, if he can come in and be, you know, and, and play like, you know, like he did in that last drive, and show that he can be clutch and put, you know, uh, put throws on the dime. That's what we need from him. You know, I, I agree with you, but I disagree with you, man. I think we need Miss Trubisky to be an MVP caliber, like. Even, if he with, could be even an, with the weapons around him? Oh, yeah. If, if he could be an MVP caliber with those weapons, you no question. Okay. Okay. I'm saying with him being just – because what I said to Haywood, I said Mitch Trubisky is a good quarterback right now. He's not in the Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers category. He's not in the Pat Mahomes in that next category. He's, that, he's the next category of the middle of the pack guys. Him and I forgot who else we put in that era. But he ain't – the Cam Newtons and the Jameis Winstons and the Mark, them guys are huff. Like, he's not that those guys. So he's so above them. He's so, above. He's so in the middle. Who is of the who pack. is on that that tier with him then? So I would, would say you would put Trubisky yeah. with with Cam Newton and everybody. No, no Tra- above Cam him. Newton okay. is trash. Not trash. I'm sorry. I didn't. He's not trash, but he's not. He's not good either. He's not what he used to be. Right. I think he's falling off. So I think, I think so like I'm trying to get a comparison what you're saying like golf is golf on this tier? I think golf may be just this is that's what I'm looking that's Like perfect. let's let's lay this all the way out though cuz tier 1 okay tier 1 to me is Drew Brees Tom, Tom Brady, Brady Aaron, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers right mm-hmm. I, I think that's a consensus Period. at a certain it's, point with just based off resume I, that, I agree I agree Brees is in there that's resume is mostly resume right. then you got the I think Russell Wilson Tier and two. those guys are tier two. So Russ, Russell Wilson may be in that top tier. I, I won't. I won't yeah, argue. I would think. I would agree with that. I would agree. At this he point, has I think less he, weapons than all those. But guys. his resume, yearly, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. on a yearly basis, he's that. And that was Haywood's argument, right? But then I say, see, Jay, this is perfect. What you bringing up, Jason Golf? Yeah. Or is that Jerry Goff? Jerry Goff. Shout out to Jason. Jay Goff. Yeah, shout out to Jason Goff. He's on the live right now. That's what. That's why I said. Hey, that. tell him to pull up on the podcast, bro. Jay Goff, pull up on the cast, man. You know where we located. And if you don't, <laughs> you already know we'll call or text away, man. There it is. Yes, sir. But, um, but with, that's what we were saying. Right. When Goff was with uh, the guy from Tennessee, Fisher. Yeah. They were Huff. Jeff Fisher. Yeah. He came in and got some new some Mc, new McVay, ammo. Yeah. And he shot up to the top, so that's what I'm looking for for Mr. Trubisky. If okay. he can, so well with that, with so that, that's, yeah, go go ahead. Ahead. with that said, then you gotta because now I'm stuck on this. Is Trubisky better than Cam Newton? Okay, and, and I'm thinking about just two years ago, the Panthers were in the Super Bowl. Was that two what, years ago? That was three years ago. Oh, but were they were, yeah. what were they six and one or six and two last Something year? Like that. Crazy. Before before they got, got hit with injuries. Yes. Okay, and they you know the bottom I, fell out. I can see that because I think uh, Cam, if you give Cam time, Cam is still unstoppable. I don't think he's as good as he used to be, but I don't think you can be that many years in a league. Especially getting hit the way he's been hit. A hundred percent. So I would say, okay, so that tier one is tier one. Tier two, I would say 
you can make the case for. I mean, you can make the case for. And a, a lot of, of it comes, like you said, resume right. plays a lot. So, like Wentz, I put Wentz in, in tier he, two. I, okay, fine. I put Wentz there. Fine. I I put Mitch there. Okay. I will put Mitch there. I will put um, what's the boy's name out in Houston? Deshaun. I put Watson in there. Deshaun, I forgot Watson. about Deshaun. I put okay. Watson on that tier. Philip, okay. Philip Rivers. Yeah. I put Rivers on that. 1. He's past 5. his prime. Okay. So like I if under look, Brady and them, but above. I would say he's under. So like I'm of the opinion where it's like, as a quarterback, we're only talking quarterbacks. We're talking resume. We're also talking about the ability to take the game into their hands. Right. And make something happen. I think if that's the case, then if that's the tier we're using, then yes, tier one stays the same. I think that second tier, you're going to put Deshaun Watson in there. You're going to put Trubisky in there. You're going to put Golf in there. I think he's actually done his thing. I'll yes. put Mahomes there. Oh, definitely. Um, uh, What's his name? Off. Nobody in New York. Uh, Nobody in Florida. I don't think Jameis has it Jameis is in the bottom. He's um. Dallas, who's Dallas's boy? I Dak. think Dak's in that level. I think Dak. See, now that was the other thing. It was yeah. like, is Dak or Mitch Trubisky? You got to move Dak it's, down. You got to move Dak down. You gotta, Versus okay. Mitch? Yeah. You got to move Dak down. But see, now here's the thing. If you put Trubisky in that tier with, with Mahomes, Watson, uh, Jerry Goff. Yeah, I, but I, I think that's the that's – the, I think it's a generational thing as much as it is a tiering system. Mm-hmm. Let me be clear on that. Because, like, the old, cause like where are you putting Ben Roethlisberger? I'm putting Ben Roethlisberger. He would be in two just because of his resume. Right. But my thing is, I don't believe in the current incarnation of the team, and we've seen this over the Steelers play last season. We've seen it kind of over the hill. You know? No, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. It's not what it used to be. No you doubt. see, now, even with those young players, though, I'm trying to think of a signature win that Trubisky has. He doesn't and have I, one. And I think that's what he's on the search for in this upcoming season, mm-hmm. which makes me feel like he's under those guys right I, now. I agree. You know? I and, think Pat Mahomes. No, go ahead, go ahead. Go and ahead. and that's not. I don't want no, to knock no on shot. him. You know? No shot. Because because I feel that true. You know, really stepped up his game last mm, year. I agree. And but he's gonna have to do it again in order to do that. You know, being that. I agree. Being that tier, I think the defense saved. You know, saved this team a lot last season, and, and that's what has to transition. True has to be the one to get some W's for him and save this team when the defense that. is gassed. I agree with I that. I agree with 100%. that. But so, then you got a guy like Pat Mahomes, which it was only his first year as a full-time quarterback. And it he, was the greatest rookie season ever. That, exactly. Yeah. So you have to give him the benefit of the doubt of putting him in the, as a tier two quarterback. Now here's where true, you know, here's where Mitch will be, you know, kind of significant. Where you look at mm-hmm. his stat line, and he, you know, he had periods where he was up there with Mahomes, you okay. know, as far as scoring yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, I agree. Use his legs as well. He's versatile. He is. You know? He's very versatile. So so I guess it's almost, you know, when you talk about Mitch, it's almost you got to look at the full package. It's not just what he does with his arm. No doubt. You know, we've we seen him be able to use his legs. Uh, we've seen him be able to uh, kind of settle into, the, right. you know, getting more comfortable in that pocket, more comfortable throwing on the run. We need to see more of it. I need to see uh, more accuracy on those deep passes. Um, I need to see more accuracy going to the left, you know, so – you know, when that gets done, I think that this defense is still good enough to carry. Carry, you know, we're a playoff team for sure with the defense. Um, I think it's interesting. So now that we've kind of had this conversation, I want to ask, who is on the bottom tier? Oh man, let me tell you: Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota. Oh, wow, got him off back. Damn, oh, you just you were ready. What's wrong with what's wrong, what's with, wrong you with Cam? Mary, yeah. Cam broke. Cam yeah. is not. You gotta you gotta express Marcus that. Mariota, Y'all know yeah, I'm not though. going off the scam. Uh, but Marcus Mariota, bro. Yeah, huff. If you look at Cam Newton's nine seasons, he's had three 
a- above average season. You got an MVP mm-hmm. season. Yeah. So we gonna so we gonna go off one MVP you said season. Resume? That's one season. Look mm-hmm. at the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But this is you know it's not like the NBA. You get one. You know what I mean. You but look at one. the rest of them though. So I mean, look. Pa- when the last time the Panthers been? This you know important and, and, and McCaffrey is a huge asset for him. I think he's going to have a great season because he has better weapons than he's had in the last couple of years. I think Cam is one of those guys. He lives and dies by the help he has. Right, most quarterbacks I would say are the same way. Okay, I think for the majority of his career, who was he throwing to? Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin. Greg Olson. You know what I'm saying? So hey, who was Russell Benjamin, Wilson throwing to? I would. I mean, there's a. Baldwin, Doug yeah, Baldwin's better than any. Them guys, I, them but Doug Baldwin I, to me is better than any Panthers receiver in the last six years. All, all he do is score touchdowns. No nah, man, he had Steve Smith. Y'all tripping? That was man. a while ago. It bro. wasn't that long ago though. That was long. Yeah. And, and the Steve Smith he had is not like it's not. Peak was Steve he on the, like was the he Steve on the team where they went to the Super Bowl? No, no. Well, yeah. But was he that Steve Smith like he was when, he when was Jake DeLone was the quarterback? You feel me? He put in work, man. All I'm right. just telling y'all, man. Don't give it, I, that one MVP season is not enough for me. He's had su, he's had enough subpar seasons where that MVP season is not. Is and even not, though, but he's one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the history. Whose fault that ain't? So I, what I'm saying is though, do you think that's affecting the output? Yeah, because if you get sacked he never, more, you can't do nothing with it. But because he never became a pocket passer, the object of a quarterback is to pass the ball. Man, you have to have some awareness in the cut. He but used, see, but he has other abilities. That's that. That's that line though. You so. But that's dead but first now. First of all, he's an elite passer. I'd agree. And, and second, man, of all, look at his last two seasons. Right, let's man. look it up. Yeah, his last two seasons are a result of getting smashed in the head, and the refs not doing anything about so it. That's his fault. Trying to be six five. That's not his fault. Okay, so hey, Cam Newton. So the NFL let's, let's, is not on, supposed on. to protect the quarterback. So Cam Newton, your offensive line is supposed to protect the quarterback. <laughs> unless it's Tom Cam Brady Newton. been playing twenty that, years. That's man. the NFL line protect the quarterback unless it's Cam Newton. Right. Yeah. That's what yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay, so last season Cam threw for thirty three hundred yards. 20, How many touchdowns? Twenty four. Interceptions. Thirteen. Huff. Next. Right. So he got twelve. Wait, wait, and thirteen picks. That's the bus not well, even two to one. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen wasn't much better. Because he threw for thirty three hundred, threw for twenty two touchdowns, sixteen interceptions. That's that's Huff. And so twenty fifteen, I think twenty fifteen was the MVP year. Uh, thirty eight hundred, thirty five touchdowns, ten picks. That that's that's what we talking about. How many touchdowns on the ground does it does it go? Let there? me look at. Let me look what at. Is, this is like just passing stats. Yeah, you looking at rushing stats. Yeah, this is just passing stats. Give me one second. But I think so. I guess my other question is going back to the, the conversation around a quarterback's job is to pass. I agree. Right. Comma. However, I think that as the game has shifted, I believe that we are finally at that era where somebody like a Randall Cunningham would have had. Like Randall Cunningham dropping in 2019 legitimately might be like a video game. I agree. And so I think to that point, well, Randall Cun- how outstanding of a passer was Randall Cunningham? Though? But that's what I'm saying. Right. My point is the legs sometimes give you that added advantage, and that's the whole point of the no league, doubt. right? You needed an added advantage. No Anything doubt. you have that it can be an advantage, you want to exploit you, all day. So my thing with that is, I think Cam's legs when we were rushing and receiving. Here we are. Hmm. Wow. Okay, so Cam last season ran for 706 yards with 14 touchdowns. That was in 2011, I take that back, this first year. Last year was his worst touchdown year. Uh, he only scored four of 488 yards on 101 Attempts. carries. That's a lot of carries for a quarterback. Why do so you carry th- the ball 100 times, man? Because the only player sucks. that they gave him was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. 
That's because Name me you somebody make, else on that offense. Who does Tom Brady throw to? Checkdowns. Gronk. He, he made, he <laughs> turned Julian Edelman into a Hall of Famer almost. No, Julian Edelman. They no. have been talking about him. At, man, he got Super Bowl MVPs, man. That's Julian. cool, but he ain't no Hall of Famer. I agree with that, but I'm saying just his name. Next, Who was the other white guy the year before? You, you the, talking about Kevin Hogan? Wes Welker Wes and all Welker these type of guys. Come Here's on, the thing. Hogan, come on, man. Here's the thing. There's no way you can say Cam Newton is bottom tier and you put Period. Carson Wentz. Carson yeah. Wentz won the Super Bowl. No, he, he got did. a Super Bowl ring. That he better thank Nick Foles. I for. agree with that, but I he that's got right. one. So Sports he was, Illustrated he was the backup quarterback. If y'all want to look at this from a fantasy football perspective, Sports Illustrated tiered the quarterbacks. Okay. Tier one, Patrick Mahomes, mm. Andrew Luck, the resurgence, the resurgence, yeah. Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, and that's it. Down. Andrew Luck was the one that went down today. That's who I was talking about, his oh, calf wow. injury. Yeah. yeah, he hurt? He's out. Oh, man, so so much for that. Tier 2 starts with Cam Newton. No way. Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Baker Ooh, Mayfield, Ice. Jameis, Russell. Oh, come on, stop it, man. Goff. You don't want none of those guys. And that's that tier. That's what's that's illustrated tier. can miss me. This is just this is if you have a fantasy. Here's how they would rank the quarterbacks. Okay. Dak, uh, Tier three would be Dak, Drew Brees, Kyler Murray in his rookie campaign, Mitch, wow. uh, Roethlisberger. Actually, that's the end of that tier. So Mitch is the last in tier three. Tier okay. four is Ben Roethlisberger, Lamar Jackson, who I think we're not giving enough credit to. Lamar, I like Lamar. Josh Allen on the Bills, and mm-hmm. that's it for that tier. The final tier Eric is, Cobb, well, no, it gets, it's just about output. They think, How they think these people are going to have output this season. Okay. But how you like Lamar, but don't like. Cam Newton. <laughs> because Lamar is a rookie. Lamar is younger and I've has seen taken Cam less Newton at a, his best and at his worst, and I'm not going. he's a running quarterback. No, he threw the ball last year, though. He threw the— he, No, he, he probably rushed about 30 times his first game. His first for, game. For, at, towards the end, did they make the playoffs last year? No, they didn't make the playoffs, but they made a quarterback No, they switch. did make the playoffs last year. Yeah, they did make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. They, they had a top-two defense. So that's what we just said. We're talking about what, 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 what stats y'all need. Carry I don't need no stats, man. Because I'm just <laughs> I don't need no stats. I'm just saying they went to the playoffs and Cam Newton and them didn't. Lamar Look Jackson. at those injuries, though, man. I the, agree with that. The Panthers that. was probably the most injury-hit team in the league. Fucking uh, Christian McCaffrey down there played yeah. quarterback yeah, last he did. He sure did. six he games. Did. He did. Also, last season, uh, Lamar Jackson ran for 695, five touchdowns. Through for twelve oh one, six touchdowns as well, three picks. <laughs> I think that's a perfectly because he was also six and one. I think it was right. so like perfectly. I mean, see now that's a quarterback that's you know affecting the the passing game and the running game. That's super. I balanced, think that's. I think that the same way the NBA switched up and the positions and the way that you played the game and the way that you had players fill specific roles is the same thing that happened for quarterback play, which is why a couple seasons ago, remember how bad quarterback play was? Yes. Right. I think that the days of the stand in the pocket, pocket passer dude, you still got to move around a little Not, bit. No, and, and I didn't necessarily mean right. just stand in the pocket because Aaron Rodgers is a great— He moves, th- yeah. But he, th- but he passes the ball. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Cam Newton— Cam is a good passer, though, bro. That's not good enough for me. Okay. <laughs> a good passer isn't good enough for me. I respect right, that. One more Cam Newton. What yeah. are those wide receivers? Who is he throwing to? We need. Are you talking about last season or this season? Last season. All right. Because I, I had a Man. couple of those— the one guy that he got into it with, Kelvin Benjamin. No, but he was on another team. Okay. Yeah, he left already. That was he was in Buffalo by the time that all went down. All right, last Ugh. season. Buffalo. Oof. You know what? Those people in Buffalo, they got yeah, they, they got, got bigger issues. They got a lot going on. Shout out to the Butcher Conway and uh, Grizel. Yeah, they, they, like I said, it seems like it's a lot going on out there. All right, so 
the wow, this is actually really sad. Um, the injuries list is kind of crazy, by the way, for context. Like, I do agree that there was definitely a lot of injured players last year. So I, I'm always okay. Real quick before I get this stat, do you take the? I don't think it's an excuse, but do you take the reality of injuries as a factor into why teams underperform? Because I feel like some people act like injuries yeah, aren't to. a piece of it. Oh no, you have to. Okay, and that's a that's a major reason why the Bears performed like they did because they had the they least amount of injuries. Yeah, you stay healthy, good things can happen. Definitely. Well, I mean, it's it's also a thing where I just feel like people aren't realistic. Goodness gracious, that's right. true. That's true. Like because it's like okay, look at what these people are doing to themselves. You honestly expecting to play 18, 19 straight weeks, Oof. getting smacked upside the head, literally, like, I just don't see it. And stay in one piece. Um, also, apparently, the Panthers didn't have receivers last year. No, they didn't. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> so, did. it was Chris McCaffrey and the ghost of Greg Olson. <laughs> Shout out to Greg Olson. Greg Olson is so always it's actually hurt, amazing though. that Cam put up those numbers. Yeah, like, that's inspiring. Uh, so, I, I, I kind of respect it. Now. I'm He's not going, with man. the practice squad. Yeah, he was going. playing with LaFell and those guys. I've been calling him Scam since 2017, man. So mm. y'all can have Cam Newton all you want. You know, I'll take him. I think if he was. Give me Baker Mayfield. Give me uh, Pat Mahomes. Give me Mitch. Give me somebody else. Give me somebody else. <laughs> give me somebody else. Yeah. Literally anybody. Any, ABC, anybody but Cam. Anybody but Cam, Joe. Wow. Oh, I'm straight on Buddy. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. Jesus, I never thought I'd see this. <laughs> yes, man. You're, you're very passionate. Yeah. You see, I started to peep, but I'm like, hold on, Cam mm. is. Okay. Here's Jibisky. my. Do y'all want to do super early predictions for. Oh, my bad. You good, bro? Hey, Look, he got the act of the live is on at the same time as the real. <laughs> That's live on live. Live on live, man. Um, okay. So, standings. Let's give division. I want to hear NFC North predictions just based off today. You ain't got no other no information. All right, who wins the NFC North? The Bears. Do I think they finish 12 and 4? No. Okay. What about you? Last year, the Bears started to run through the division in this crazy way that it made you feel like this is going to last a while. So I'm definitely thinking the Bears are definitely going to take the NFC North. Do you think the Minnesota Vikings have a higher ranking than the Packers? You know what? As long as the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, I think that they'll find a way to squeak, mm-hmm. you know, you know, find a way to squeak through that division. They can't mess with this Bears defense. This Bears defense is caught yeah. up to Aaron Rodgers at the the you know the part of his career where it's you know kind of not trending down, but yeah. he can't do the same. He thing. isn't the same person. And I mean, also like you got to wonder how many more like God mode Aaron Rodgers drives he has left. True. And I mean, hopefully it's a lot more. You know, you don't wish no poor health on nobody. At all. But it's one of those things where eventually the wheels gonna fall off. And I think defensively the Packers, yeah, I don't see it. Um, and then the Lions are the Lions, the Lions. Yeah, so. Matt Stafford and, and his boys. No, where, where y'all put Matt Stafford on that tier though? I put him Matt in the Stafford. middle, Matt but Stafford. Matt Stafford is a really good quarterback. Again, like y'all said, who was he throwing Time to? Out. How Matt he... Stafford is at the bottom. Matt Stafford Matt Staff- is the bottom tier. Now go check his stats. <laughs> now go check his stats. Do we need to? You know, Matt Stafford has never been to the playoffs. I agree I, with that. We're talking about Cam Newton didn't go to the playoffs. Cam, if I feel like Cam Newton has been to the playoffs the majority of his career. Uh, okay. Hell no, Last year, man. Matt Stafford threw for 3,700, 21 touchdowns, 11 picks. He, Huff. Cam Newton had a better quarterback rating than Matt Stafford did he, last season. And he's the, he's the highest paid quarterback in the league. Matt Stafford is in the bottom tier of all quarterbacks in the NFL. That's fine, but yeah. give me Matt Stafford over Cam Newton. 
How it's about a, that? It's actually wild because definitely Matt Stafford has thrown a lot less interceptions than Cam Newton has. That's, that's all for I'm sure. saying. Who is but, he throwing to since Calvin Johnson been gone? Is that but, his name? Brett yeah, Favre got the most inter- interceptions of all time. In history. What and does that mean? Close. Brett Favre ain't Cam Newton, no. I think Look, you're, he's saying in terms of like interceptions being a statistic that you could take or leave. Yeah, I can take or leave Brett Favre throwing the ball. Come on, man. Now we about but to in compare terms Brett of, Favre to Cam Newton. But we can't compare Matt Stafford to Cam Newton, no. I will say both of them <laughs> the guys are huff. How about that? No. Matt Stafford is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Hey, man. Y'all heard it from me first. Scam Newton. <laughs> ABC. Anybody but Cam. And I hate to sound like that, man, but if we just going to keep it real, I've never gone off Cam. So that's what that is. It's the bigs. Tea time in the building. I'm definitely in the building. Cam, I'm trying to do you some justice. I'm trying to represent for your Super Bowl This is the most divisive episode we had on this whole podcast. I'm trying to rep for the man Cam, even though he's going to do some questionable stuff off the field. But on the field, it's no denying. Oh. <laughs> Did you see that fit he had on yesterday? I saw the fit. I, I tried to charge it to training camp. Look. I know they got a lot of time on their hands. People are people get bored. They do. And they yeah. experiment with yeah, things. No, no, yeah, I, don't, yeah, I ain't yeah. really tripping on Cam off the field. So the That's Bears are looking look. good, but... The rest of the NFL isn't is the gist, the, right? Yeah, the rest of the NFL is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, this Bears defense, um, just off of the first couple of days of camp, has you know I don't I've been waiting to tell y'all, but they've been killing the offense. The offense is you know I heard Khalil been, picked one up and ran it back yesterday. You know it's, it's a different you know thing going on with this Bears defense. They looking like the actual monsters. You know I I didn't get a chance to see the guys in '85, but these guys right now. Have the camaraderie, camaraderie on and off the field, and they nasty on the field. They're right. just violent. Last thing before we go, super early prediction. How many games did the Bears win this season? Eleven and five. Thirteen and three. Uh oh, I like. That. I'm gonna meet y'all in the middle and say twelve and four. A repeat, huh? Mm-hmm. And you heard it there, man. It is. You officially rock with the Bears. I'm your man, T. Tom. Thank y'all to the Mess family. Go ahead and visit that website, uh, madeatmess.com. Uh, go ahead and buy the merch. We got merch on sale. Uh, shout out to Albert Ray, who we collaborated with for this uh, for this thing. Uh, Gino, uh, stay doing your thing. Cubs on deck. Uh, that's it. www.thebigs.us, madeatbest.com. We will holler. It's us. Let's go. Ah, let's go. You know what this is. Butcher coming, nigga. Hey, look, we don't do no price talk, cause I already know they numbers. Plus, me and your old connect was tighter than them Doche runners. First time I ever cooked the deuce, I got a four way from it. Stabbed it in a pot so many times, they think OJ done it. If me and Push would have linked back when I was a dealer, that's an 18 willow to my town from Virginia. Enough glitter on my neck and make my ex bitch bitter. I put up to the checks, pushing the legs like I'm Jigger. Uh, to really make these type of checks, I took my chances when I was scrambling without no license. Yes, I really took those type of risks. I'm laughing at indictment threats. Huh. I used to sell O's, but now I outsell shows to the feds the trail cold. When I was locked, never called, but I used to send mail home. I got close homies who caught in new cases on jail phones. Velcro strapped and clip got a curve like an elbow. She counting up when the bitch got the 50, a nail broke. They talking racks, but my plug bring it back on a sailboat. And I flooded my corner right after the scale broke. That's your bitch, but I'm not a nigga, she tell no. Yeah. Cause you got the bitch fly, but it wasn't Chanel. Nothing like uh. you new gangsters pointing guns at the camera. Never. 
I bet you niggas practice in the mirror, brick of money to your earlobe. Six picks, same brick, something weird though. They say a hero's nothing but a sandwich. The 488 coming through like the praying mantis. My, My bitches got standards, it's fan, love, and war. It's okay to fuck a scammer.